Coming up, the ANA report is rebate gate. Hello and welcome to a special episode of IDCOM's Media Snack. It's episode 28 um, and we're dedicating the episode to the ANA's published report, uh, which is a result of a nine-month investigation into alleged media rebate practice in the US. The findings are very alarming uh, and we'll go through some of the principles and some of the findings, what some of the implications are and really what to do about them now. Absolutely. All coming up on today's Media Snack in just the time it takes to eat a very big sandwich. Okay, so just before we start to review some of the findings and the implications, just want to make it very clear for those of you that don't know. David and I uh, own a, a privately owned independent media consulting business and we have no commercial relationship with any agency or media vendor anywhere in the world. We work entirely in the interests of brands. Um, I think it's important to clarify. So what we're gonna share with you is completely our objective uh, expert opinion based on what we've learned today on the output of the K2 report. Okay, so we've reviewed the findings. Um, We just sat on the the briefing call with uh, the ANA and K2. Yeah. So what are, the, what are the big things that kind of stand out in terms of the findings of this report, yeah. first off? Well, I mean, you know, Bob Leardis, the, uh, the, the, the president of the ANA, uh, in this uh, uh, call, the first thing he said is that the media business is not transparent mm. in the US. And that was kind of his headline. And then he went into uh, share some of the findings. And uh, the key findings are that rebates in the US are pervasive. Mm. Uh, Which was surprising because we thought, going, we were anticipating that if there was evidence found that it might be in a few places. Yeah. Um, in some isolated pockets, in some perhaps more uh, opaque areas of kind of, of media. Uh, but the findings were categoric. Uh, there are cash rebates in the US. There are rebates in the form of free media. Yeah. Uh, there are rebates structured around service agreements where media suppliers pay agencies for non-media services such as low-value research or consulting initiatives. Okay, Uh, There are markups on media sold through principal transactions and the K2 report suggested that these markups could sit between 30 and 90 percent. And there are dual rate cards uh, where Uh, Some agencies and holding companies negotiate separate rates with media owners when they're acting as principal and as agents. Um, And, uh, you know, in some cases, the report found that um, in the U.S. market, uh, some agencies have holding equity stakes in media suppliers. I mean, uh, you know, astonishing, astonishing findings. So, I mean, what's the, what's the most alarming? Because uh, a lot of that stuff, there's been a lot of speculation and rumour yeah. that some of this practice was yeah. was uh, active in the US market. We've kind of passed comment on some of these things that might be questionable practice. Yeah. But what, what I think disappoints me most, and I think probably what saddens us most, having, having sat on the call and, and, and now uh, began to absorb the report in its entirety, is, uh, you know, the sense of deceit, I think, um, for 
well, indefinitely and certainly over the last you know, six to eight months when the, the, the investigation was going on, uh, the agencies at the holding groups uh, were consistently, definitively denying that any practice, any rebate practice goes on, which suggested to us that perhaps if it was going on, there were perhaps smaller areas. Yeah, and there was like some plausible deniability Absolutely. At, different, at different levels. And it is, it's really, it's, it's saddening the, the pervasiveness of the, what ANA is saying is this practice. And the fact that it covers, in their words, the spectrum of agencies, yeah. they specifically called out on the call, this included a number of independent agencies, which we thought might be in some way kind of immune to this stuff, and that it would really be just the Absolutely. big holding groups, perhaps, if there was any evidence that mm. it would be the big holding groups. Um, and also that it's a, across a number of different media. Absolutely. It's not just a bit around the fringes of a, of a kind of nascent digital market. Or, or some kind of, you know, slightly smaller kind of TV deals. This is across TV print, out of home and digital. Yeah. Uh, you know, given that the US market accounts for $200 billion worth of media investment, yeah. uh, nearly half of, of kind of the global media business, yeah. it's, it's astonishing. Yeah. Uh, and this has landed today and, um, you know, it's a, it's a real bombshell. Yeah, and it's a, it's a dark day for the industry and it's really sad to, sad to hear. But you know, and, and you know, we'll link to the report. If you haven't had the opportunity, you can download the report from the ANA's website. It's 58 pages. It's very comprehensive. Yeah. Um, it does actually incidentally make reference to, uh, on page seven of IDCOM's media transparency research, uh, where we highlighted, as, as we've discussed before, you know, marketers incredibly concerned over the transparency of their media agencies. Uh, and that actually how agencies make money from vendors or how agencies manage rebates was the highest ranked concern. Um, in determining trust right. in a media agency, and, and K2 have referenced that findings amongst mm. other things. Uh, you know, marketers need to now interrogate all of these findings. Yeah. Um, it is a dark day, and it's a watershed. Uh, it's a real watershed for the industry, and it has implications globally. A lot of the mm. questions that we've been fielding since the calls ended were, you know, from uh, clients, trade associations, journalists in other parts of the world as well, saying. Is this going to spill over, and will it affect our business in other parts of the world? Well, it has to, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, it calls into question the integrity of the agencies and the holding groups. Um, you know, having for such a long time denied this practice was going on. Yeah. If these findings are true, which we believe that they are, and nobody, I don't think, is questioning the integrity of the study, the investigation conducted by K2, mm. their credibility and integrity remains impeccable, yeah. then the only question mark is over the integrity of the holding groups that have denied that this practice has gone on for such a long yeah. time. So as a, as a media director of a US brand, yeah you're probably feeling in some kind of shock right now and quite, perhaps quite isolated. Um, what, should, what are you thinking? Well, you're feeling, you're feeling vulnerable. It's, it's, it's on your watch. Okay? Yeah. So these findings have, been, have, been, have come through and you are guardian of your company's media. Okay? When uh, some tricky questions come down from the CMO or the CEO, normally yeah. you default to your kind of core partners, which are your media agency, yeah. your audit partners, or your kind of compliance audit partners. Yeah. All three of which perhaps are 
under question on the back of this report. So you are feeling super vulnerable at the moment. Mm. Um, I think, I think the, the, the report does provide some initial recommendations, yeah. uh, and I think that they're, they're, they're really clear. Yeah, and that's from the ANA. So the, the moment the ANA have provided a few guidelines, but they're saying that they're not going to publish the actual the full guidelines, which is a companion part to the right. to the findings for another two week, two or three weeks or so. They said perhaps towards the end of June. Yeah. So in the interim. So in the interim, they're talking about examining the existing media agency contracts, making yeah. that examination meticulous to review all the terms and the conditions, uh, begin to implement and accelerate improved media management kind of training and capabilities internally, just to yeah. make sure that. You know, you catch any of these things moving forward, and that, that they they did dwell on that on the call a little bit, yeah. which was that you know there's some responsibility. I think Bob's uh, Bob's comment was that it's the the responsibility for this situation. His words were broadly shared across uh, the client and the agency community, yeah, that's right. and the findings in the report and the commentary on the call highlighted the need for marketers to regain a bit of control yeah. by getting, a, getting knowledge of the marketplace right. through, through training and also, I guess, tools to, to make contracts better and right. improve practices. Um, he said, uh, you know, confirm and reaffirm the basis on which your media agency is conducting your media business. So again, as principal or agent. Yeah. You know, make that, be clear what you want your agency to be. Yeah. Uh, and, and finally, he said, assess whether your contract, your existing contract, permits you to follow the money yeah. by having full accountability of every dollar that is invested on your behalf yeah. by the agency. Which, I mean, we, we would fully endorse, we'd fully endorse all of those things. You know, I think going back and doing now retrospective audits might be perhaps a, you know, yeah. Slightly futile, perhaps. I mean, you want to get a picture of perhaps where you were. Mm. That's going to take some time to generate. I think, the, you know, our, from our perspective, we're saying the immediate is to have a look at the contract. That's yeah. going to, de you know, detail for you um, e exactly your position based on some of the terminology that would either protect you or expose That's you right. uh, in some of these practices you'll already know the level of competence and capabilities, I guess, that you have internally in terms of understanding the media market and the skills needed to uh, not just sign off a media plan, perhaps, or understand what an audit says, but the whole end-to-end, -end, you know, being able to actually write a brief, evaluate agency's work yeah. and hold, properly hold an agency to account now yeah. for the full end-to-end. -end. Um, you know, you cannot... Uh, you know, you cannot take your eye off any part of the process now. I think you've, the, there's going to be a requirement mm -hmm. for far greater kind of meticulous approach, in, you know, to the whole uh, we to talked the about media the, process. The, the balance, didn't we? Yeah. Having good governance practice when it comes to, you know, holding the agency to account for, for competitive trading uh, and cost, but also making sure that there is that neutrality in terms of the planning. Yeah. Um, and that's really, really important. Yeah. Okay, so just while we've actually just been recording this segment, um, only a matter of an hour or so after the briefing call, um, we're starting to see signs of agency responses, the first which, of which has come through from Publicist Group uh, in quite a long statement in reaction to the ANA report, uh, which you can read at your own leisure, we'll link to it. Um, but the, the choice words at the end here is just suggesting, that in their words, the industry has been diminished and maligned 
by the ANA's short-sighted and unilateral agenda of casting aspersions on an entire industry rather than promoting trust and transparency, which should be paramount. Uh, and that's how it ends. I think there's, there's no doubt here that battle lines are being drawn. Absolutely. There is no meeting halfway. There doesn't seem to be any interest yeah. from the agency side in actually discussing any of the findings. Absolutely. And, and the four A's, the trade body that represents the, the agencies, issued uh, a statement also today. Um, and, you know, you know, part of it says, the immense shortcomings of the K2 report released today, anonymous, inconclusive and one-sided, undercut the integrity of its findings. Yeah. So battle lines have been drawn. Yeah, and that's the trade body, obviously, representing agency interest. Um, I mean, they're not holding back on their language there. They're not suggesting that there's any opportunity to rebuild for the future, which is kind of what the ANA's broad message is, mm. that this is, uh, you know, some perhaps cathartic and cleansing process for a troubled industry. Uh, it doesn't look like there's much appetite on the agency side to engage in any debate or discussion about some of the findings That's right. from the K2 report. So where does that leave us now? Uh, well, it's pretty bleak. Um, I think, I mean, accompanying the K2 report, there's going to be a set of guidelines, um, but they're not going to be published for about another three weeks at the end of June. Um, in the interim, it's hard to know, perhaps as a marketer, where you might turn to. Um, what we're going to be doing is in the next day or so, be issuing what we're calling the post-K2 media manifesto, which will yeah. be um, a series of, of practical guidelines dealing with some of these immediate issues, how to look at the contract, how to be engaging with the agency, how to manage the message internally and those kind of things. And also importantly, how to seek a mandate yeah. from your company uh, to address these kind of practices and protect yourself and bring responsibility in back in. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So uh, look out for that. So we'll be circulating that to um, to our clients. Um, do drop us a note if you want to uh, get a copy of that in the next day or so. Okay, that's it for this special episode um, on what it really is a landmark day and likely to change the global media industry forever. Bye for now.